An audio drama is a dramatized, purely acoustic performance. It is often in the form of radio plays, which are plays that have been adapted for audio. These plays generally feature sound effects, music, and actors. An audio drama shouldn't be confused with an audio book, which is the reading of a story for the medium of audio. These can, sometimes, include music and sound effects too. Audio drama, specifically that of the late 1920s and 30s, are what inspired me to create Retrospection Radio. Audio drama is still quite popular today, with some more famous audio drama podcasts including Wolf 359, The Magnus Archives, and Welcome to Night Vale. Last episode, we reviewed the early history of radio drama. If you haven't listened yet, you should go give it a listen so that you can be caught up with what we're discussing today. Hello, I'm your host, Noah Martin. I'm the creative mind behind Retrospection, and this episode, we'll be discussing the golden age of radio drama, from the 1930s where we left off until the 1960s where drama began to decline. But before we get into that, I wanted to let you know that we've changed hosts from Podbean to Dystopia. At Dystopia, you can find our merch shop, music featured both in and out of the audio drama, and more. You can listen to previous episodes, watch short films, or hire us for your own podcast at www.retrospectionmultimedia.com. Alright, that's enough. Let's get into the episode. We ended last episode by talking about corporations making their way into the medium for radio and hiring audio dramatists to perform. For example, Orson Welles' Mercury Radio Theater on the Air was purchased by Campbell's Soup and turned into Campbell's Playhouse. CBS, NBC, and BBC were making their way into the medium too. Radio was becoming more and more popular, and roughly 60% of households by 1934 had a radio. It was THE way to spend an evening with the family, gathering in the living room and listening to the theater of the mind. I've talked about Orson Welles many times before, so I'll be brief. In 1938, he released the famous broadcast you probably heard of called The War of the Worlds. It's a broadcast that detailed an alien invasion of Earth and convinced many listeners that an actual invasion was taking place. It went down in history as one of the most influential radio dramas of all time. Some other notable people from this time period were Rod Sterling, who would go on to make The Twilight Zone, and Erwin Shaw, who would write The Young Lions. American writers at this time were focused on many, many different genres across multiple programs, some of which included mysteries, thrillers, soap operas, comedies, horrors, and modern events shows. And, across the pond in Britain, the BBC was also hopping in on the phenomenon that was audio drama. Though BBC was focused on telling stories in a different way, American stories were all over the place, with focus on new and engaging areas. The BBC was focused on performing adaptations like Shakespeare, Greek dramas, modern playwrights, and books. 
In simpler terms, the BBC was focused on adapting works for the medium of radio drama. Which makes perfect sense, as the source material was already there half the time. All it took was someone to condense it and rewrite some parts. We see this happen to numerous stories, such as The Most Dangerous Game, and even Wells' War of the Worlds. The BBC would eventually found the Radio Drama Repertory Company, a business focused on producing audio dramas. They housed roughly 50 actors by 1940 and would go on to be the playhouse responsible for a large portion of the BBC's radio drama content. Keep in mind, since it's 1940, World War II has... Keep in mind, since it's 19... Keep in mind, since it's 1940, World War II was just beginning. The European world came to a standstill, and a lot of creative works would be inevitably delayed as the minds behind them went off to war. Famously, since Orson Welles is an interesting person and very impactful during this time period, Wells didn't end up enlisting. This was a regret he held with him for a portion of his life, feeling that he owed his country his life, but having medical problems that stopped him from enlisting. Though content creation took a hit during World War II, this doesn't mean that the producers stopped making content. Britain, notably, crafted audio dramas to provide entertainment for its population during the Blitzkrieg, a time where Nazi bombers would bomb cities of Britain. Some of the notable works that came from this time period were Dick Barton, Special Agent, Mrs. Dale's Diary, and The Archers. Oh, and by the way, all of those shows I just listed were soap operas, a genre that the BBC hated but eventually let slide onto the airwaves as they grew immensely popular amongst listeners. Britain also used radio dramas tactically, with their goal to influence and persuade American citizens to lobby for the government to join World War II. Notably, the show, Frontline Family, detailed the life and events of a British family during the Blitzkrieg, with storyline focused on missing family members, rationing food, and the terror of living in London at the time. I wish I could tell you it was an effective story, but information about it affecting American life is relatively limited. By 1950, radio drama had cemented itself as the best form of listening to an engaging fictional story. A program on the BBC called the Archers, ran from 1950 to 1967 before flipping stations and running from 1967 to modern day. It details the life of simple country folk living out in the vast expanse of the Isles. This audio drama is among the longest-running and best ever produced, with multiple in-depth and relatable plot points including family breakups and divorce, homosexuality, politics, race relations, and more. But even though it discussed relevant and sometimes difficult themes since 1950, it also has been praised for its casual, everyday storylines, 
some of which included the closing of a local business, farming, or enjoying a dinner. But the climb back up the hill to greatness for audio dramas would become long and arduous. The top seemed so far away and was quickly falling out of grasp. Television. Yes, that's right. The box that sits in your family room that has likely been replaced by your favorite streaming services or laptop screen. Though audio drama was still a popular form of entertainment, it would never again reach the status it had in the late 1930s and early 40s. By 1951, an estimated 12 million television sets were in the everyday American household. Now, families didn't have to gather around the radio for family time and could, instead, watch the stories being told. This evolution of entertainment led to the slow death of radio drama. 1960 saw CBS and NBC canceling most of their radio drama entertainment and instead replacing them with popular television shows. All of the most popular American and British radio dramas that had been alive since the 1930s were cancelled by the end of 1962, meaning that none of the Golden Age radio dramas were still airing. And despite this, creators were desperately trying to cling to the old form of storytelling. More radio dramas were produced through the middle and late 1960s, but none of them could stand against the entertainment giant known as television. What was once common for television to borrow shows and plots from radio dramas now became the opposite. Star Wars, becoming a massive commercial success when the movie released, sold the rights to an audio-dramatized version to NPR for just one dollar. NPR would go on to make Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi into radio dramas also. Though radio would eventually fall to one of the least used mediums for entertainment, a close cousin would rise to the top, rivaling the television and movie industries. Podcasts have become a staple of most Americans' lives, and you are, right now, listening to one yourself. Podcasts, the evolution of radio, would craft a renaissance for fiction storytelling. I know that, because I made one myself. Thank you for listening to Retrospection Radio Theater. I am your ever-present host, Noah Martin. Today, you've heard the golden age of radio drama. Broadcasts are released weekly on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast if you've enjoyed it. If you like Retrospection Radio and the content we provide, please go to our website at www.retrospectionmultimedia.com and watch our short films or listen to our music. You'll also be able to hire us to edit your own podcasts at that same website. Finally, we've switched hosts from Podbean to Dystopia. Please consider going to Dystopia and purchasing our album or any retrospection-related merch such as t-shirts, hats, bags, and more. I've been your host, Noah Martin. Join us next week as we continue our journey through history in the renaissance of radio drama. Radio drama.